Civil War. Um, think about it. Why? People don't ask that question. But why was there the Civil War? Why could, why could that one not have been worked out? I mean, had Andrew Jackson been a little bit later, you wouldn't have had the Civil War. He was, he was a very tough person, but he had a big heart, and he was, he was really angry that he saw what was happening with regard to the Civil War. He said, there's no reason for this. Welcome to the South Mimsu Podcast. This episode is another in our short visits to local businesses. Today I'm with our American history professor, Lance Fobush-Colt, who you may remember from our podcast about his interpretation of the Second Amendment, the one that enables Americans to carry guns, at least may or may not give them the constitutional right to, and... Oh! Hey! Woohoo! Bullseye! Oh, oh, Professor, Professor, <laughs> you gave me a bit of a fright there. Don't worry, boy. Calm down. Does this hunting rifle unsettle you? A, a little, a little, and and the, um, and the and the handgun. I'll hide them behind the stuffed bear. Is that okay? Thank you, thank you. Uh, and are are you really allowed to own those guns? I mean, in the UK, you need a license, and and I think hiding them behind a six foot stuffed bear doesn't really count as safe storage, does it? You let me worry about the technicalities, boy, and you worry about your little podcast. Yes. Okay, you're right. So, dear listeners, you might be wondering why we started the show with a particularly dumb quote from the former president, Donald Trump. Clearly, he mangled his American history. Now, see, you're just doing his work for him. Sorry, why? Because you're getting all superior. That's what the people who are behind Trump want you to do. They want me to be superior? Snippy, snooty, snide, superior. I see, but... Trump didn't deliberately make a stupid mistake, did he? No, Trump didn't. Trump is genuinely ignorant and stupid. But his real skill is to use his spectacular stupidity to win followers and votes. I see. And this is why you've started your own political consultancy, then? It is. And could you tell our listeners what you've called it? I'll certainly tell your listeners what I call my firm. It is called Dumb, Dumber and Winner. Dumb, Dumber and Winner. Yeah, my business partner is called Toby Winner. He's currently working, oh, I don't know if I could say this on the air, but... But we're not really on air, we're sort of, we're on the internet. Well, that's okay then. Toby is in Downing Street as we speak. Oh, and, and what's, he, what's he doing? Um, consulting about inflation, climate change, the future of the NHS? Nah, none of that matters. He's boosting the government's dumb score. Dumb score. The more cretinous ministers can sound, the more successful they'll be come the next election. Okay, well, now I'm confused. We consult with politicians to make them appear more stupid, dumb, idiotic, cretinous. I like that word, cretinous. The problem in the UK is right now, you got that Sunak guy. He has brains. You might disagree with him, but he looks like he has brains. That's a big problem. The good thing about Boris Johnson was he may have had brains, but he made you think he might just be stupid. People like stupid. Stupid wins elections. That's why some of those Tory MPs wouldn't vote for Rishi. They said he was too clever by half, which is an interesting British phrase. I never really knew what that meant. Too smart for one's own good. That's the usual definition. It usually means you're too confident in your own knowledge or abilities. But right now, it's trying to get people to put their confidence in you because you know a lot of stuff. 
You got brains and qualifications and experience. People don't want brains, qualifications, and experience. They want easy answers, prejudice, and conspiracy theories. Cretinous politics and cretins. Cretins. I mean, that is a strange word. At the risk of sounding a bit too clever about the word cretin, let me just say it comes from the French cretin. It's actually a medical condition. Cretinism. Something to do with a thyroid deficiency causing problems in mental development. Oh, really? Really? Well, then we shouldn't you know, shouldn't use it, should we? Yeah, because it's a bit... Um... There you go, getting all woke. Am I? I don't think I'm, I'm being um, woke. For 200 years, it's been used about stupid people. And you're getting all sensitive about it. Well, we need to be careful and, and, and... Let's drop the cretin discussion, shall we? Oh, yes, yes, sorry. The point I'm making is that we are political consultants who help politicians come across as stupid. But surely that hurts their prospects at the polls. Not in the age of ignorance. The age of ignorance. That's what we're living in right now, right here, fella. I don't understand. Good, good, good. That's good. You don't understand. Saying that is the first step to getting your political profile in great shape. I'm not really thinking about becoming a politician myself. You should, with that nice smile and them homespun looks. My what? You're the kind of guy any middle-class couple would like their daughter to come home with for a Sunday roast. Really? There's that little glint in those blue eyes. You do harbour political ambitions. Oh, no, I think I'm a bit too young. Your age isn't the problem, fella. It's your brains. My brains? You're some sort of egghead here at the university, aren't you? I wouldn't call myself an egghead. I'm not talking about the actual shape of your head. I teach politics and sociology. Never say those two words together ever again. That's if you want to have a successful political career. Well, I don't think I want one, actually. Oh, you do. You do. Now, here's what I'm talking about. Listen to this. Not only do we have the D.C. jail, which is the D.C. gulag, but now we have Nancy Pelosi's gazpacho police spying on members of Congress, spying on the legislative work that we do, spying on our staff, and spying on American citizens that want to come talk to their representatives. I remember that. Yes, yes. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican congresswoman who is spectacularly dumb. (laughs) That is so nice of you to say. Nice? How? She's one of my clients. You're joking. No, I'm not joking. That woman is as smart as a rocket scientist. Literally. But she says such dumb things. It takes hard work and great skill to come across as that dumb. So her mix-up of Gestapo with Gaspacho wasn't just stupidity? Oh, it was stupidity, all right. But carefully curated stupidity. Curated by you? Carefully curated by me. Yes. Amazing. I would never have guessed that was a deliberate mistake. Here's another one. This is Lauren Boebert, another Republican MAGA moron. And she's even more skilled at coming across as a moron. And you'll see from this clip that we've gone for a stupidity doubleheader. You'll see why in a moment. Okay, I I do think I remember what this one is. Listen to it. They made life hell on earth with their envy wonton killing. I don't know what a wonton killing is. Yes, <laughs> that's funny. I don't know what a wonton is. She couldn't read the word wanton, even though it was a biblical verse, and she's supposed to be super religious. It's hilarious, hilarious. And that's just the attitude that boosted her poll ratings by a lot. A bigly amount. Well, how so? Again, the sneering, snide, superior tone you just came out with. Did I? But 
I mean, I didn't mean to be... Uh... Oh, you did, and you meant it. That's the power people like Green and Bobert need and crave. My sneering? My job is to turbocharge your sneering. And you do it by curating the cretinism? Nicely put, yeah. That's how I do it. As a dumb consultant, my job is to come up with short, meme-worthy, dumb moments which will get the literati and the glitterati and the twitterati all a-tremble in their snide superiority, and I'll get paid the big bucks. But do you agree with these people? I mean, politically, I mean. No, but that's not the point. What is the point? Getting them higher-profile coverage and getting them re-elected. But they're, they're so... They're, they're, uh... Go on, say it. No, no, I'm going to refrain from being, um... An elitist? Well, if that's how you want to describe it, then I suppose yes. And that's when people in my business, the dumb politics business, start to get worried. What do you mean? When people like you, the commentariat, the established academic class of know-it-all, stop laughing and start taking these people seriously, then they start to fear their followers will get bored and drift away. I see. But let's go back to how you work. Yeah, that's more interesting than the total decline of democracy. <laughs> Which you're enabling. But I'm making a fast book while it fades. That's incredibly cynical. Name me the last politician to get into power by being smart and nice. Well, there's, um, uh, there's, well, there was, um... Let's stick to the questions you got. Our listeners are going to get bored. Okay, so the Caspacho thing, how did that come about? So me and Marge, I call her Marge, or the dynamite blonde from the Big Bend, and... Is she from Big Bend? No, that's a private joke between me and her. Oh, sorry, okay. So at that point, she was wanting to get back some profile. Things had gone a bit quiet on the media front, so she was riffing on the fact that all these subpoenas were going out, and she said, how about I do something about Nazis? People really like Nazi anomalies. Anomalies? She meant analogies. Oh, it was a slipper of the tongue. Or she didn't know what an analogy was. She knows what an analogy is, but she made a genuine slip of the tongue. And that gave me the idea. About the Gestapo? It came right into my head. I said, say gazpacho police. And she said, what the hell are you talking about, Lance? And I said, Gestapo, Gaspacho, and you're going to be all over the social media and the late night talk shows and the MGT brand is going to go through the roof. But now we have Nancy Pelosi's Gaspacho police. And it worked. Like a bream. Bream? That's a fish. My little joke. Oh, I see. Yes, sorry. And with Bobert, that was easy too. How? She wanted a double whammy, a double header stupid moment. Sounds, sounds painful. Only to the eggheads. So she was going to give this speech to some Christian conference, and we produced a strategy that brought together all the elements of what I'm talking about. Stupidity, religion, and seemingly random madness. I got the idea that if she read some weird and obscure verse from the Old Testament book and got something so egregiously wrong with it, that, one, the audience wouldn't notice, two, the elite would pounce on it because it was linked to the Bible thumpers, and three, focused on a word that could then be used to have fun with, and wait for it, Chinese food. Everybody knows what a wanton is. You know that the word is wanton, meaning merciless, unduly lavish, and even cruel. The perfect stupid storm. Brilliant. Now that you've explained it, I, I think that's an amazing piece of political statecraft. 
Now you're getting it. In fact, it's art. Performance art. Political art. That's what we do here at Dumb, Dumber and Winner. But it's also frightening. I guess it is. At one point, things are going to get ugly, but I'll have made a big profit out of it all. Don't you want to do any good, though? Be a do-gooder, you mean, instead of ridiculing the do-gooders? Yes. I guess part of me does, but that part of me listens to the part that wants to be rich. I don't want to judge you, but, um... Oh, you judge me, but that's okay, I can take it. You see, I'm not left or right or anywhere else in a political merry-go-round. I'm excited by what language and stories and people can do in society and how they can change society. But not always for the good. That's a matter of opinion. Now, take you with your homely looks and blue eyes. Well, what about me? You could be a JFK in the making. Oh, I hope not. Okay, not JFK, but another Blair. I mean, you're a liberal, right? On the left. I don't like to categorize... Uh... Don't give me that bullshit. You're an egghead and you're a lefty. Admit it. I'll work for you. I don't care. Sure, it's easier to be stupid on the right, but there are just as many people who vote for you if you're on the left. You just have to sound stupid enough. But why is that the case? There's something about politicians who don't know everything, who make stupid mistakes when they speak, who don't pretend to have all the answers, that connects with ordinary people. But why? Because ordinary people don't have the answers. And they've come to trust people who come across as slightly dim because they're more human. Maybe it's a feeling that those people won't be as ideological once they actually get into power. But the Republicans in America are extremely ideological. No, they just sound it. All they're in it for is making the rich richer. Now you sound like a liberal. No, that's just the truth. I want my share of the wealth too. That's why I'm a dumb political consultant. And as part of your that work, to go back to the Trump clip we started with, where he got the whole history of the Civil War wrong and didn't realise that Andrew Jackson had died long before the war started. Yeah, that's how we start our Unlearn Your Learning seminars. Unlearn your learning. Sure, we teach our clients how to pretend that they don't know the stuff that they know. But Trump didn't know it. Like I said before, Trump's an outlier. A genuinely ignorant and stupid man who has a special gift. He's a savant. Without really knowing it, he's found a secret formula of dumb politics. My firm is trying to turn that into a business model. But most politicians aren't like that. They're not like Trump. No? Are you sure? In the USA, for instance, you've got people like Ron DeSantis and Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, all educated at the top schools, all very clever, who are doing the dumb politics thing, but not as well as Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Boebert. Why is that? They haven't signed on for my Unlearn Your Learning seminars. They're expensive, but they're effective. This is all very frightening. Oh, lighten up. Don't look so hurt. Though, that might help you on TV. I really think I could get you into Parliament. At the very least, you'd be a minister in like a year and in the cabinet in three. No, sorry, sorry. I'll keep making these podcasts. Pity. If you change your mind, here's my card. Oh, oh thanks. Mm, you're good. I like the way you took that so, so casually. You're a natural. I'm not a natural. Take a read of a new book that came out called Profiles in Ignorance by Andy Borowitz. He's got a good take on the whole thing from a historical perspective and shows how ignorance has worked for politicians like Warren G. Harding, who was president in 1920 and thought to be very stupid. He died in office, though, didn't he? He did, so 
Maybe his dumb potential wasn't fully exploited. But hold on, now you're talking like a history professor, someone who knows something. Nah, you can't catch me out. I need to be well-informed and smart so that my clients can come across as stupid and ignorant. I'd never tell a client to read that book, or any book, or at least never admit to reading one, and that's what you should do too. I'll try. I, I mean, um... Listen, when you stop recording, let's have a head-to-head -head on this. Uh, <clears throat> right, okay. Well, dear listeners, I'm, I'm sure you've found that fascinating. It's a strange fact that here, in Little South Mims, one of the world's most innovative firms of political consultants is doing groundbreaking work in the development of our political culture. Nice! That's a great ad for us. I'll return the favour. No, 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 that was just my outro. Sure it is. <laughs> sure. You're good. Uh, right, OK. So, dear listeners, please check out our other episodes, especially the one where Lance reinterprets the Second Amendment to the US Constitution. You're exceptionally good. And tell your friends about the South Mims U podcast. Goodbye. Hey, you should give up this popsicle stand and get no, into no, politics. No, no, I'm not going into politics. But I, I what, could do you really, think I could win? I could really help you. Really you really think so? I, oh, look, squirrel. Ow! Espacho police, espacho police, espacho police, espacho police.